Hey, hey, welcome to Career Coaching with Tiffany, the office informant podcast. Here we focus on helping you navigate what's next in your career. Whether you're looking to prepare for a promotion, re-enter the workforce, or completely overhaul your career, this is the place to hear tips, tools, stories, and experiences to help you feel more confident in moving forward. I'm Tiffany, your host and guide. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Career Coaching with Tiffany. That's me, and this is my podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about something that I'm so extremely excited about because our conversation today is influenced by none other than my forever first lady, Michelle Obama. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships in the workplace. It's so funny that Michelle Obama influenced this, but um, we all know if you've read her first book, Becoming, that she met her hubby, the one and only Barack Obama, in the workplace. And so that's not quite what we're talking about today. We're not talking about getting booed up like Michelle did at work or that relationship that you have to report to HR. No, today we're talking about building quality and lasting relationships with colleagues. So I recently read Michelle Obama's second book, The Light We Carry. And I almost put this book on the back burner to read because I thought nothing could be becoming. That was a fantastic book. It was one of my favorite, I think it was COVID reads, but I will tell you the light we carry was equally as good and it was exactly what I needed in where I am in my life right now. So pardon me as I am on a Michelle Obama high. Now I get it. Some of you are thinking relationships in the workplace, I go to work to work and not to make friends. Believe me, I understand. I am not quite that person, but today we're going to be talking about showing up in the workplace, being able to build healthy and smart relationships, but also having some boundaries. So don't start scrolling. Don't start looking for another episode to listen to. There is something in this conversation for you too. When I think back to some of the most fun and enjoyable places that I've ever worked, and that dates back way back in the day to high school, they are all places, the places I enjoyed the most were where I had some of the best relationships and still have those relationships to this day. Allow me a few seconds to geek out and put my HR hat on, but My experience with friends and colleagues at work is not unique to me. There is a survey created by Gallup. Gallup is a company that's world-renowned for its research and its survey tools. And they have a employee engagement survey called 12 Questions. And this is a tool that organizations use to measure how engaged employees are. And so there's one question that people get all their panties up in a wad about, and it asks, do you have a best friend at work? No, they're not talking about the friend that comes over and talks about Netflix shows with you, the friend that comes over and you all paint your nails together. No, they're asking if you have a person, and I'm doing air quotes right now, 
and if you have a person that is a safe space for you, someone that you know has your back and you have theirs, someone that has your best interest in mind. When you have a person, you're more engaged, you're happier, you're more productive in the workplace. And so I had that same experience with my people in the workplace. So there are some major benefits to having great relationships at work for you and for the people around you. And so for you, I go to work to work, not to make friends, people. You can absolutely do this with healthy boundaries. And that's what we're going to talk about today. My girl, Michelle, wisely said, success isn't about how much money you make. It's about the difference you make in people's lives. And this quote is the one that inspired this episode. And it's about the importance of building and maintaining meaningful professional relationships. Of course, there are several places, several environments where you can make a difference in other people's lives, but this podcast is all about the workplace environment, so that is the place that we're going to dive right in. Today, I want to share tips on how you can be effective in workplace relationships. The first tip I want to share, again, this episode is really influenced by Michelle Obama, But the first tip is to be authentic and genuine. Just as Michelle always encourages us to be our true selves, do you boo, be you boo, it is so essential to approach any relationship, including professional relationships, with authenticity and an eagerness to be yourself. It's important to connect with others in a way that's genuinely seeking to understand them understand their aspirations, their their challenges and their strengths. And when you show up in this authentic and, and sincere way in your interactions with people, you are able to create a strong foundation for lasting relationships. So just like if you meet someone in the store, on the street, through a friend, online, if someone comes to you fake, you know it very quickly. Professional relationships are not exempt from that. When people come to you in a work environment and they're not being their true selves, they're being this buttoned up version or some other version of themselves, it is so obvious. And so why would we go to work and do that to and with other people? It's important to be authentic and genuine. So last year, I coached a client that had a new role in a new organization and she was struggling to build relationships at work. She was a leader and she thought she had to put on this very professional face and she couldn't deviate from that professionalism in order to show who she truly was and build true authentic relationships. People dealt with her because she was good at what she did, but they seemed to be dealing with her from a distance. And so we worked on how she could remain herself, remain her her professional self, but also be authentic in who she was and kind of let that guard down and, and starting with her individual relationships. So over the course of six months, we were able to identify two colleagues that she had some great interaction with, and she was able to take her time, be genuine with them and build trust. She was able to share some of the challenges that she was facing, and she was able to understand some of the challenges they were facing, and they became a big support system for her and for one another, as she transitioned into this new work environment. And as a result, 
they helped her to navigate, you know, we, there's always workplace politics. So they helped her to navigate those workplace politics. They helped her to approach and navigate relationships in a way that was effective because they had some tenure at the organization. And ultimately she was able to move faster in her efforts due to having these partners for friends at work. And so that's tip number one. It sounds so simple. Just, just be you, be genuine and be authentic. So tip number two is be generous and giving with your time, your skills, your expertise, and your knowledge. So as you grow in your career, there's no doubt that you will acquire valuable skills and insights that might be of benefit to others. As you grow in your skills and your experience, you have to be willing to share your knowledge with others and be open to learning from their experiences as well. So by offering your support, your expertise, and your time, you can truly build and foster great collaborative relationships and nurture those in a professional way, again, still putting up those boundaries for those that need them. So here's a quick story. Um, at a previous organization, I was in a role as a manager and beginning to have conversations with my director about what the next level for professionalism meant for me. I was having conversations with her about leading a larger team and becoming, I can't remember what the title was, maybe associate director. And one of the really critical pieces of leaning into that role was going to be leading new functions within my department. And so I had a relationship with a colleague um, and if promoted into this role, I would go from being a colleague to now this person's manager. And so I wasn't quite ready for that promotion yet, but I was ready to prepare for it. Next opportunity I had to raise my hand and work with this colleague that I had a relationship, but not a great, you know, close relationship, not a collaborative work, uh, work relationship with, I raised my hand to partner with this colleague on a project. We were launching a wellness program. And so we spent a significant amount of time together. I'll never forget, we went into the office. I think it was on a Saturday or a Sunday. We big, put big post-its on the wall and we just like got in deep and shared our knowledge and our time and expertise with one another. And we are still communicating to this day. And she and I will both say we are the yin to each other's yang, where she excels and she's great at details and she's great at communication, where I might be bigger picture and I think of what's the strategy and what's the end in mind. Needless to say, this, this project was a success, but even more importantly, I built a fantastic relationship with someone that I would eventually manage. And so what I learned from that experience was exactly what I just shared with you. Being generous with your time and knowledge, not holding on to your expertise because you don't want to give that away freely. In this scenario, we both gave away our time and our knowledge freely. And because of that, we built a close, collaborative, fantastic relationship. Do you have an interview coming up? and the very thought of interviewing makes you want to run and hide. Well, guess what? I love interviewing. Weird, right? Well, I wanna share tips and tools I've used personally and coach clients on for many years. You can download the pre-interview guide today. The best part, it's free. Inside of this free resource, I share steps you should take before the interview, 
insight into what hiring managers are looking for, and a list of common interview questions. You can get your copy at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. You can also find the link in the show notes. All right. Another tip I want to share today is essential for any relationship. And again, professional relationships are not excluded. And that is being able to communicate effectively and listen to other people. Again, good communication is the the backbone, the structure, the skeleton of any strong relationship. You have to be able to clearly express yourself, express your thoughts, and you also have to be able to listen to other colleagues when you're building those relationships. So being attentive, present, and engaged, you're able to demonstrate that you hear them, you're able to demonstrate that you respect, and you encourage that open back and forth dialogue, which leads to stronger connections. Okay, So the next tip is one that I think is so important to building professional relationships, and that is truly to embrace diversity in your connections and in your colleagues. And so again, back to Michelle Obama, we've learned from her example, valuing and embracing difference and diversity is key to creating supportive and empowering environments. And so actively look for people that are different from you. And so this podcast is targeted towards women. I'm not saying go and find your girl gang, although I think that is essential and very important. But when we're talking about professional relationships, you want to make sure that you create professional relationships with a diverse group of people. And that makes the workplace feel a lot more inclusive and people know that they belong there and actively communicating and listening and and sharing your time and knowledge and all the other tips that we've talked about before helps you to grow in your life and your career and it just really stretches um, what you have seen of the world and experiences. It gives you a rich tapestry of human experiences that you don't have to experience for yourself. All right, the last tip I want to share today is all about sustaining the momentum, keeping those relationships going. You have to be able to stay connected and follow up. Whether you work in large organizations, something a little bit smaller where you see each other on a pretty regular basis, keeping that FaceTime, staying connected and following up is essential. I get it. We all lead very busy lives. We are moms, sisters, aunts, community leaders, school board leaders, you know, wives, all of the roles that women play. But it's important to make time to nurture those professional relationships, just like you do your personal ones. And so sometimes you leave organizations and you want to keep in touch with those people. So reach out to those connections. Make sure that you have their their uh, contact information that's outside of maybe the work email. Periodically set up a coffee date, whether it's through a quick email and say, hey, let's have coffee or you schedule a a monthly phone call, or you get out of the office together so you can have good face-to-face time. Whatever that 
connectedness is for you, it's important to show genuine interest in people and sustain the momentum that you have built. And things to do in those conversations is ask about how that presentation went or ask if they're going to go after, you know, the promotion that they were talking about last week um, and be ready to celebrate their achievements, support their goals. and, And those people will absolutely offer that same thing to you. I cannot express enough how my workplace relationships have turned into lifelong friends, lifelong connections that I am so grateful to have. I think back to when I started, uh, when I first moved to Jacksonville, I met Jessica and we still talk to this day. Um, Way back when I was in college, I worked at... um, as a server and I met met Denise on my current in my current full-time role I have my CFO Monavet a previous organization Laura and Jessica and Susan and Jenny and Allison and all of the people that are still a part of my life today and I may I worked with them maybe 10 or 15 years ago some of them and I'm so glad to have been able to break down that barrier of professionalism and have them be a part of my lifelong friend group. So here's your call to action. Here's what I want you to do if you want to strengthen or build workplace relationships. First, I want you to pick one to two people, people that you've had conversations with, people that you you know may have something in common with, or you wanna learn more about them because they're different. So again, remembering that diverse group. Schedule a virtual or an in-person meeting or phone call with them. You can begin to build and expand your relationship with those people. You might send them an email or a chat message or a phone call and say, hey, you know, insert name of colleague. I enjoyed working with you on the product launch project. I would love to learn more about your experience and how we could possibly partner on projects in the future. And just selecting a time or giving them an option of times to maybe have coffee or just meet in the break room or whatever your mode of communication might be and start building those relationships today. By prioritizing these principles that we've talked about today of being your authentic self, do you boo, giving of your time, your knowledge, your skills, your expertise freely, communicating effectively and connecting to those different from you and then staying connected, you can build and maintain professional relationships that will not only enrich your career, but also contribute positively to the lives of those who work with you and around you. And I am going to end this episode with a quote from Auntie Michelle, straight from her book, The Light We Carry. Can I afford to make my world a little bigger? I believe the answer is almost always yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to the next one. Go start building those relationships.